And we're live. We're back. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be uh, an awesome episode because we're joined by some great guests. So I guess, first of all, I should say that this is Board Game Cinema. My name is Ryan. I'm here with my dedicated co-host, Mr. Brooks Webb. How are you doing, Brooks? Doing well. Thanks, Ryan. Yeah. And we have some amazing guests today for this episode. Um, we're joined by my lovely wife, Erin. How are you, Erin? Hi, I'm good. And How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. And we're also joined by a regular guest. I would say like a regular guest. Yeah. Uh, um, frequent. Frequent guest. A, a dedicated contributor to the podcast. And that is Miss Bridget. How are you doing, Bridget? Hey, hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining again. We weren't able to scare you off or chase you away. We, you must uh, Not yet. Fun. You haven't done it yet. <laughs> so this is episode 31. In this episode, we're joined by these amazing guests, in part because we're going to talk about a movie that's, uh, I think, well-loved by everybody on here, for the most part. And that is The Goonies, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we're going to talk about The Goonies. Um so, we wanted to talk about the games. We recently watched it at the uh, Web Outdoor Cinema, uh, which is always fun <laughs> to do. You want to talk a little bit about your setup there? Always Brooks? a good time. Yeah, we got the inflatable screen, the projector, um, under the stars. It's great. Living I mean, that, yeah. your best life, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, The Goonies is a 1985 film directed by Richard Downer in... Surprise, surprise, produced by Steven Spielberg, <laughs> like the same person we talk about in every episode, I feel like now. Um, and it is a movie for like all ages. So when we watched it, yeah. we had a bunch of people come over to your house, yep. um, watch it. And then, you know, some people brought their kids. So, yep. it was, you know, it was like an all ages enjoyed from, I'd say like, what, eight to 80? You would enjoy yeah, it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You... Once you're 81, you're too crotchety. <laughs> to enjoy it anymore the magic uh, of life is I don't gone. know I don't know I feel like <laughs> um, I'd still enjoy it so you guys are parents new parents so let me ask you this like so one of the things that had come up you know um, when we watched The Goonies we left Aaron was like I cannot believe that Lewis's kids had like never seen The Goonies so I asked Lewis about that like hey why haven't your kids ever seen The Goonies because he brought one of his kids yeah. right and he yeah, did yeah, watch yeah. it and he's like oh I just you know I don't think it's like appropriate for the kids because of the cursing you know so, as a new parent for you, how what age group would you let your kid watch the? Uh, just out of curiosity, what age group would you let your kid watch the Goonies? You think, you know, 10, 13, 5, 20? I mean, I feel like the the best age to really enjoy it would probably be like ten, mm-hmm. okay. around that age. Yeah. yeah, I think so. Too. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with them watching it before that. I don't think there's. There's not an issue with language that I remember. I know that there are a few words, like a few specific scenes where something yeah. said. In fact, like data spells out the word shit in one scene mm-hmm. because he had like sworn to his mom that he wasn't going to curse and when he made this movie. That was like that's like a like a fun trivia piece of trivia about the movie, but like there was there's not a lot of that in the movie. It's not like the, it's not like clerks where like every five oh, seconds it's yeah. like. But what about? Is, do you feel like it's um? Well, before I get on to that, let me just put out. Let me just give this as a thought, okay? So one of the things that critics at the time said that they liked Balgunis was they felt like it was a realistic portrayal of kids that age, and that they did curse a little bit. Yeah, it wasn't mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. And they just talk junk to each other, talk smack to each other like yeah. the whole time. Like, absolutely. Remember how Mouth was like telling like uh, Chunky's like, I got I got pictures of your mom yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like this yeah. just a lie, but it's just to be funny and yeah. like, get people riled up. And um, so yeah, I don't. I think I don't know. I, For I, me, yeah, like as a, I think watching it as a kid, especially around like that ten to twelve age, yeah, it does seem re- very realistic. How old do you think they are supposed to be in the movie? You think? About like that, 12? like 12, 13, 14. It's just refreshing to see a movie where, like, you know, this comes to mind because Aaron's been watching a lot of Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> and you have like these characters that are in high school, and they're like literally, obviously, like 30, 30 years <laughs> like, old. You know? So, yeah. well, I guess in the case of Gabrielle, Andrea, uh, Andrea yeah, you know, in real life, 30. she was like 30 something years old <laughs> when she was cast mm-hmm. as a 15 year old yeah. in the first season of 90210. And I remember at the time being in high school and being like, wait, why is somebody's mom on? 
on here. Like, I don't understand. That's and apparently so... she lied about her age to get on the show. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. She okay. Like, well, too, the thing about Goonies that makes it so uh, transcendental over time is the kids are so genuinely kids. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they come across as very genuine, not acting. You know, their acting is very believable. Oh, yeah. yeah. The way they harass each other, the way their body language, like it, it doesn't feel like they're acting. And kids, regardless of time, are going to act like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it, I mean, it, you, you say regardless of time, you mean it's like a timeless movie. It, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. It resonates. Like, you and I acted like that when we were that age. Yeah. Our kids acted like that, you know? Our grandparents acted like that when they were that age. Yeah. It's believable. <clears throat> Makes so it fun. So I guess yeah. in 1985, so we would have, you and I, Aaron, we would have been 10. Fifth grade, yeah. And so, like, this is, like, we were their age, essentially, mm-hmm. maybe. They might have been, like, a year older yeah. than us, maybe. Maybe two years. But um, I definitely remember growing up watching The Goonies. Like, oh, yeah. This movie tape. was right up my alley. Yeah. You know, it was along with, like, Indiana Jones and, you know, that kind of thing. Loved it. Right. But you guys are a little bit younger than us. Uh, or maybe, I guess, to be fair, a lot younger than us. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> Um, what was your experience with Goonies? Like, when did you guys first see the Goonies? Um, did you guys watch it when you were growing up as kids or did you f- find it later in life or what? Yeah, I watched it growing up. It's my sister, my aunt's sister Trina. It's her favorite movie. So we wow. watched it a lot. And, uh, I feel like I was probably around, probably around 10 when I first saw it. Yeah. Yeah. We had it on VHS. I don't know what age mm-hmm. I first saw it. I just know that. We had it on VHS, and I watched it a lot as a kid. I think one of the things you said in a previous podcast, Brooks, that was interesting to me about Short Round, who the actor is yeah. also in Goonies, is that when you watch Temple of Doom as a kid, you sort of identify with Short Round, and you think like, oh, I could be like Short Round, I could be Indiana Jones' best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you watch the Goonies as a kid, you identify with the characters of the Goonies, mm-hmm. and you think like, oh, that'd be cool to be like a Goonie and go yeah. on these adventures mm-hmm. and like, you know, definitely. And I think that's part of like what makes it timeless as well. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's treasure and pirates, <laughs> yeah. and, yeah. you know, there's, yeah, there's yeah. booby traps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Di- will there be diamonds? Well, also, like as a kid, oh, you I just mean, ride your bike around all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you see these kids riding their bikes, and it's like, oh, oh. they can just ride their bikes to yeah. like find this treasure. I could do that too. And and you got to think about all the things that have spun off because of Goonies. Like how many things come out now and we're like, wait, this is a so-and-so version of the Goonies. Yeah. Like the Hawaiian Yeah, thing I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, we haven't watched we, it. But yeah. It looks like a Hawaiian it version looks like of a, the Goonies. Yeah. And then... Um, Outer Banks, the Stranger TV Things. Shows. Outer Banks, exactly. Yeah, the TV Stranger- show. Yeah, yes, yes. Outer Banks is yeah. a good one. And Stranger That's Things like, uh, was like, you know, they yeah. all took... Yeah, Stranger all, Things is very goony. Yeah, so it is. Those, it and is. there are a lot of board games, too, that have this theme of kids on bikes. Oh, yeah. Which it's is a whole thing. straight out of... It's a genre. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. Like and that, that's straight out of the Goonies. What was that movie? Super 8? Super 8. Yeah, yeah, Super 8 was... Yeah, good yeah. Let's just think, when, when was it written? I don't know if it predates... It uh, yeah, uh it probably was, but like even the, the Pennywise movies, like the new ones, mm-hmm. um, there are kids on bikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kids on bikes. Kids on bike, yeah, and it maybe. has the same kind of feel, like mm-hmm. you know, exploring and figuring e. what's out, what's going it's on. Like yeah, kids on bike. Oh movie. yeah. yeah. Now E.T. would have been before this. Oh wow, that's it, a good question. It was. We're the same around age as the Drew same Barrymore, time. So. I'm exactly the same age as Drew Barrymore. So okay, they have the same birthday. Early eighties. I think it's like eighty three. E.T., yeah, I feel like E.T. was, yeah, E.T. was definitely before this, but yeah. I think it was, yeah, E.T. 83, maybe? I'll look it up real quick. Yeah. Um, so guess. maybe this wasn't the first Kids on Bikes movie, but I think it's definitely the one that has really uh, caused that to become a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, E.T. Uh, is 82, so okay. I was in second grade. Um But yeah, this is definitely the one that got it to be like a thing, like uh where there's like a whole genre of, of kids on yeah. <laughs> yeah, kids on bikes movies yeah. now. Um, so what is so? Let's just I don't know. We'll go around the room. So, so Bridget, what is it about Goonies that that you you really liked, or even like your sister, since it's like her favorite movie? That might be interesting to hear, like what she really liked about it. Like what what is it about Goonies that you just really liked um, that makes you like watch it, um, even though you've seen it a bunch of times? 
I think mostly it's the fact that it, these kids are all living in childhood that we all wish we were living. You one where all our best friends come by all the time and we just fuck around and have fun and, you know, getting a misfit. Mis- mischief, mischief, mischief. Yeah. and yeah. Uh, and yeah. Sorry, I dropped that bomb. Maybe it's okay. It's, it's okay. a Goonies episode. <laughs> sorry, we do that. but yeah. you know, like you just mess around. Um, <laughs> and also the scenery. I mean, where they live, that neighborhood, the uh, community, yeah. the Astoria. trees, the, the mountainside, the cliffs, the water, everything about it. You're just you're like in a dream the whole time, and then you're also on a treasure hunt the whole time. So you know, yeah, it doesn't get better than that. It's like an ideal, idealized version of being a kid. Yeah. yeah. Living in a neighborhood with all your friends. Your neighborhood's awesome. It's by the ocean and yes. the yeah. pirate's yes. treasure. One of your best friends lives next door to you. Yes. I think. Yeah, yeah. Right? Next door, yeah. Yeah. Which that's not, that's something I didn't pick up on until this last time watching it. Oh, that they're neighbors. That Data lives next door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? They're neighbors. Yeah. Aaron, what about you? What did you like about the movie Goonies all these years? Well, I like the whole movie. I mean, <laughs> I, the whole thing is just magnificent. But the fact that they are believable and you get immersed in this wild, fantastic, beautiful place with all your best friends, it's great. It had a lot of things that really spoke to me as a child, like Mm -hmm. um, Data's like engineering things, like all the things where, Mm -hmm. you know, he pulled the thing and it opened the gate eventually, like a bowling mm-hmm. ball went down, there's some eggs involved somewhere, that kind of stuff. The booby traps, they had to figure stuff out. I loved all that when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I still do. And but. he had inventions too. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That saved them, you know? Yeah. There was a chase. Yeah. There's some, uh, you know, really anxious moments where – are they going to play the piano correctly or is the floor going to fall out? You yeah. know, so it's like kind of heart wrenching. And then when data falls in the hole and there's these things and like, you know, it was exciting. It's a roller coaster. It ride. really is. And then there's like a love interest. <laughs> there's, you know, there's bad guys. Yeah. And I mean, it has all the things that a good movie needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the things. Including some good quotable lines. Oh, so Great quotable many. lines. So <laughs> many. And also the fact that, you know, it may have been a little bit ahead of its time as far as what was portrayed in movies, as far as the people, like there were girls in the group. It mm-hmm. wasn't just boys that were doing this. There were. Yeah, and they didn't just need to be saved. There were they girls were in the group. And, like, there was, through the traps, exactly. So. There's an Asian mm-hmm. kid, and, you know, and these are all, this is how I grew up with like all these people, you know, but having it portrayed in front of me, something that I was used to. It, it makes it even more relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, because Andy, she like kind of saves the day with the piano playing yeah. skills. Yeah, absolutely. She like doesn't know if it's an A sharp or a B flat. Well, if you right. guess wrong, we're going to B and flat. So many, <laughs> exactly. And so many things at that time, yeah. you know, it, even before that, really. But it would have been all boys. Yeah. There would have been no girls involved. You know, but things were coming around. There were some other things that, you know, sort of portrayed that. Where everybody was included. So that's interesting because, you know, I only ever think about the world from my perspective because mm-hmm. I'm self-obsessed. But <laughs> if you, like from a girl's perspective, like you're saying that there's characters in the Goonies that you could identify as a, it made the movie more appealing to you because it, like there were girl Goonies. There were, Goonies, yeah. there were girls that were like in the group that were out trying to yeah. get this treasure. 1000%. And you maybe not would, it maybe would not have, um resonated with you as much if it wasn't girls like you saw yeah probably would still like the movie but it would have felt like a different experience sure yeah interesting so much would have been lost if there hadn't been girls right in the movie. Mm-hmm. i mean yeah i mean like the it whole, might be like, that sweet kiss brent yeah. yeah there must be a hole around here yeah. like, <laughs> i'm going to the men's room yeah <laughs> the men's room too. so many great Great lines and great scenes would have been this. I mean, it, there's not a week that goes by that multiple Goonies quotes go through my head yeah. at some point. Yeah. It, you know, just at some point. Mikey, yeah. this isn't the kind of place you want to use the bathroom. <laughs> uh, yeah. I smell ice cream. So that brings me to like the thing. Uh, so we watched this not too long ago at the Alamo. Yeah. And we watched it at the Alamo a year ago. I don't know, maybe longer, pre COVID, I guess. Pre COVID. So it was a, long, a while ago. Yeah. Um, I've seen Goonies a million times, you know? But watching it as an adult screen. on the big screen, it made me realize just how funny the movie is. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. It is so like funny. chunks. Yeah. 
die, he kills in this yeah. movie. Yeah, he really it is does. hilarious. Like even in the opening scene when he's looking at the car chase that everybody else doesn't notice because they're doing their own thing. Right. And he like smashes that pizza and his milkshake is crazy in his face. Milkshake. It's like hilarious. Yeah. Like his in his lines and stuff. Like when he was like, "All right, Brand, I admit it." Michael Jackson didn't come to my house to use the bathroom, but his sister did. <laughs> and he like points. It's just for whatever reason, like that kid's comedic timing. He like it's so yeah. believable. It. Like yeah. you yeah. believe that this kid is saying like this is this kid. He's yeah. not acting. It's so yeah. It, it's not forced at all. It's, yeah. It seems they got natural. Rocky Road. They got chocolate chip. <laughs> they got vanilla. He's like labeling, listing all the ice cream. Meanwhile, there's a dead body. Yeah, he's like a dead FBI agent. <laughs> Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the uh, cast. I mean, the movie has an amazing cast, it right? It does. Yeah. With some amazing performances. I mean... A lot of you, them you don't see again, though. Well, yeah, you don't true. see as much, but as much. I think they all continue to act for the most part, except for uh, Jeff Cohen, I believe, who plays Chunk. Mm-hmm. All the rest of them are still, like, you know, actors. Like, mm-hmm. Brand, he's in, like, a bunch well, of yeah, stuff, that's right? Well, yeah. And then Sean Astin was in those Lord of the Rings movies. Sean Astin was in a ton um, of stuff. He's had another a kids on bike movie, yeah. um, our show. He's on Stranger, Stranger Things, Things yeah. yeah. Which, obviously, he wouldn't have been in that if he hadn't been the main exactly. character in Goonies. Right. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Martha Plumpton, she's on a bunch of stuff. She's like, after Raising Goonies. Hope. And yeah, she's been on TV shows yeah. and stuff. But Sean Astin's performance as Mikey, you know, when they're in the... They're going to go up on the bucket. Andy's going to go up on the bucket. Yeah. Troy's bucket. Mm-hmm. If you go up on Troy's bucket, right? Yeah. Hey, where he talks about, like, this is our time. Yeah. It's their time. Down here. There. Down here. It's our time. That is an amazing performance. Yeah. It is. Absolutely. And he said, this, this was mine. That's, yeah. This that's was my Corey dream. Feldman. Yeah. yeah. It, that delivery is great, it's too. It's so my good. Wish. I'm taking it back. I'm taking yeah. them all back. I'm taking them all back. <laughs> that's the line, Brooks, and so I probably good. used the most. That's yeah. a great performance it is. from so both good. those kids. I'm getting, Absolutely. like, worked up just yeah. thinking about it's it. So it's so good. I mean, that's from 11, 10, whatever it was. Yeah. That's acting, man. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. But... I, I, and yeah, Josh Brolin, like that was Josh Brolin's like first movie, like oh, first really? like on screen performance. Wow, I didn't know yeah, that. yeah, and he's had like I would say the biggest career of Absolutely. all of those guys. Yeah, maybe Sean Astin. Yeah, Sean had a great. I mean, career. Sean Astin's had a great career too, but I feel like Josh Brolin is like he's in those Marvel movies. And stuff. He's yeah, about, he's still that Marvel in, money. He's still in these giant movies that come out yeah. year after year. Yeah. Sean Astin's had a great career. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I think they've both done phenomenal. Yeah. Um, Can we talk about the bad guys? Yeah, too? absolutely. I mean, the Fratellis, right? They were the ultimate kids' version of bad bad guys. guys yeah, you're right. They were so great. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. the um, what's her name? The mama, the mama from the train lady. What's yeah. I mean, in the oh, movies, they just I don't remember her name. name. I can't yeah. think of her yeah. name. But she's, you know, she was in that Stephen King. Uh, no. Misery. No, Am no, I thinking no. of this the right person? No, 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 no. Different person. Yeah, yeah. That's but she was oh, that's in was Throw Mama of. from the Train. Was the only okay. other thing I know her from. Um, but yeah, the way that she interacts with like Joe Palantonio, mm-hmm. yeah. like the sons, and like she likes Joe's character like way better. Yeah, <laughs> you always liked him way better than me. <laughs> and then yeah, and then the the little brother Sloth, like he that was a, that was a twist in the movie. I didn't see that coming. Sloth? When the, yeah, when they went down into the... Yeah. Right. It was... They found I mean, sloth chain. But that up. also made it such a... That was mm-hmm. such a great part of it. And it's so inclusive. Yeah. yeah. It's like... Yeah, it's true. You know, again, with the inclusivity. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. Hey, you guys. Definitely Another classic. Yeah. yeah. But so one thing watching it recently is like, yeah, he comes down this the <laughs> sale saying, hey, you guys. Because he but, watched it on TV. Well, is that what he says in the movie? No, no, no. I was gonna say I don't think so because no. there's so, but there's so many times throughout the movie where like Data or somebody's like, "Hey, you guys!" Uh-huh. Like so yeah. many times when I was watching yeah, it this time, I picked true. up on it so many different times where like somebody would say, "Hey, you guys, look at this!" or "Hey, you guys, look at this!" And then he comes down the the sale saying, "Hey, you guys." Uh-huh. I was yeah. thinking, like, that's... He had watched that movie. Right, he did watch did, the but movie. I don't think it was yelled that. Errol Flynn, yeah, Errol Flynn. Yeah, I don't know the movie. Um, oh, I have no idea what movie that was either. But, but no, I just, I just thought that was interesting watching it this last time. Like, it was just like I noticed every time somebody said, "Hey, you guys." And it happens more than you would think. Is it like a drinking game? <laughs> drinking game. It could be. Yeah. It definitely could be. Now when next time I watch it, I'm gonna like uh Yeah. I'm gonna 
I'm going to try to see all the times that somebody says, hey, you guys. <laughs> but yeah, if you just go to Google and type, hey, you guys, the very first thing that comes up is a bunch of Goonies like t-shirts and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, I really like the, uh, this is going to sound ridiculous, but um, <clears throat> I kind of think, and I could be wrong, but there was a TV show when I was a little kid and Aaron was a little kid that was like a, I'd say it's like a punk rock version of Sesame Street. What, Shark Tales? No, no. (laughs) The Electric Company. Oh, yeah. Mm. Electric Company was like Sesame Street, but it was different because they had Spider-Man as like a little character. Like they had Spider-Man cartoons like during the episodes. Like the gorilla suit guy. Yeah. And like I'm pretty sure at the beginning of every episode of Electric Company. They did. They would yell. They said it. Hey, you guys. And then the show would start. Yeah. With the music. Yeah. And so when Sloss said that, I think that was like... uh, he got it from that show. Maybe he got it from that show. Okay. As a kid that grew up watching that show and watching Goonies, my whole life I always thought that he was talking, he was basically repeating something that he saw on a mm-hmm. yeah. on electric company. Yeah. It could be that that's not the case, and maybe that was just like a phrase they used over and over in the movie. But when he does the thing on the sale mm-hmm. and rides yeah. on the sale and says, hey, you guys. Yeah. Because the way he says it, it's the exact same way they would say it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm sure you're right. Yeah. So that's how I think that's I'm, where that I'm came sure from. you're right. I just noticed like anytime anybody said that. Yeah, yeah. And because they're constantly like discovering new things, like in the yeah. attic, or hey, like you guys, come over where here. he finds the yeah, the string and guys, the guys. like with the booby traps. Yeah. He's like, Hey you guys, I found something. Yeah, it's funny. I just I just picked up on it more uh, than I ever have before. But yeah, the sloth character is great. I mean, they're all great characters, and I th- and one thing for me watching it as a kid was like every character you wanted to at least for me, I wanted to relate to them in some way because they were all awesome you're in their root- own ways. You're rooting for all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. like Mikey obviously is just like the the main like kid like who holds them all together, but like Mouth is like witty and funny as hell he's so obnoxious and you Chunk still love is also him. funny as hell yeah. Yeah. like and also like pretty courageous the fact right? that he's gonna like go out and like get the cops yeah. and like save yeah. them all he's very food motivated too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i definitely related to <laughs> that i as can a kid. relate to that yeah. i can respect that you yeah know? and then uh you know Brandon and data is like, is like genius you know Data's and i'm like well, man Data's plus yeah. Data's short round so yeah exactly on that yeah it's the most <laughs> Well, the thing, too, that makes Goonies so lovable is all the things that don't add up, which, I mean, none of this crap would happen in real life. Like, how dare you, you, sir? Because the movie is so lovable, it's easily overlooked as this fantastic adventure. And you're, there's something in your mind that doesn't impede you from enjoying this. Like, sometimes yeah. if something is so outrageous, mm-hmm. yet they're acting like it's really a real thing. Like, sometimes it's just too much and you can't enjoy it because it's Wait, like aren't stupid. you the same person that we wouldn't saw Species together at the movie theater and you were like... Oh, that car chase scene was un- not believable. And I was like, hold right, on. Me. The entire movie's about an alien. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a line. Uh, like, what? But it was it was so it was so well done that it was believable. Yeah. Like that pirate ship coming out of the the rock island thing. Yeah. That looked cool too. It did look it did. cool. That, if it had looked stupid, yeah. it would have been stupid. That part was the most unbelievable. Right, <laughs> it was. The pirate ship is still like floating. Wait, these rocks just deteriorate exactly. and nothing. Uh, if he had known that, I'm pretty sure he got got out. <laughs> yeah, that part always bothered me. So, what about you, Bridget? What character did you um, recognize or, I guess, have rapport with the most in the movie? I mean, I guess we all want to be Mikey in a sense, like because he's the leader. He's the leader. He's nice kid. He's but he's also like vulnerable you know he like lets them know like this isn't this isn't okay um i'm not okay and yeah i don't know he's kind of like the one i don't know he's just awesome yeah i think in like reality i was probably more of an andy myself um i was martha or whatever her name was (laughs) yeah definitely stephanie yeah stephanie steph yeah yeah that's her name her name in the movie steph yeah (laughs) i don't think i ever knew that so you identify with her more yeah, and I don't even know her name. So, <laughs> <laughs> is it because you wore glasses and she has glasses, or just a little awkward, a little like yeah, off the cuff? I'll yeah, be like really, really witty, clever. Yeah, definitely. 
Mm-hmm. I when I when I remember watching the movie as a kid, I felt like I identified with Chunk the most. Yeah. Like I was also like a husky kid. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, I would is definitely, husky a I nice, would, nice way of saying you're fat or what is I just remember those the pants says. I wore. The husky pants. <laughs> and yeah, the truffle shuffle, I was like, yeah, that'd be me. That that'd be me. Doing yeah, the truffle shuffle. Our, our daughter did yeah. that when we went to see it at Alamo. Oh, they yeah. had like a thing where people go down front and it was like a contest yeah and uh she did the truffle shuffle in front of everybody yeah i can't believe she did that that's so great so that's what awesome. didn't you like about the movie is there anything you didn't like nothing about the movie? there's nothing i've ever not liked about the no. movie no parts you didn't like no it's top tier um so i do have to say i mean i i'd have to think about it the Come font back to me. the font in the title Shut of the movie I love the font. It's perfect. It has like a skull for the eyes. Yes, it's ideal. Yeah, I love that font. So good. So good. Like t- topography. I thought you were about to sew it. I love the font of the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. It's instantly recognizable. It's like old piratey looking kind of. I just really like it. I don't yeah, know why. That's a lot, great. Of, yeah. a lot of the movie seems like it could have been written by like a 12 or 13 year old person written by christopher like, columbus yeah well like She's even at the beginning all the home, well not all but yeah. yeah when they're busting out of the prison i mean come on like it's just completely it, ludicrous it really is like he hung himself up with like some yeah. plumbing pipes and right they put gasoline around the police station and then well, it's like so a great kid's version of exactly yeah, right yeah. that's right. what i'm saying that's yeah. what I'm saying. watching it as a kid that all yeah. makes perfect sense and yeah. then they lit it <laughs> how <laughs> else would it work right they lit it with a bullet so yeah. hardcore. It's yeah, great. exactly. Exactly like Outer yeah. Banks books always says. Exactly. It seems like it was written by a 12 year old. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So good. So, a movie about 12 year olds, that's okay. When you're talking about a TV show about like 18 <laughs> year olds, and it seems like it was written by like 15 year olds. Yeah. Not quite the same. Brooks always acts like they should be grown adults. I'm like, no, they're stupid kids. Yeah. Well, yeah. they are like 27 yeah. in real life, I think. Right. Well, yeah. yeah. They're ridiculously old. Yeah. Yeah. Do you talking about 90210? There is that show um, on Netflix with Davi. Davy. Oh, yeah. Um, that has a kid who's like, he's playing a 16 year old, yeah. but he's like 31. Mm-hmm. So that still happens today. Wait, like, what it didn't show just is happen. Like, is this Pen for Never Have I Ever. Uh, yeah. Oh, Pen yeah. 15 or so. Never have I. Now that one, awesome. they do the same thing, but it's like intentional. Yeah, it's like older That's characters like part playing of like the, t- 12, 15 year olds. Yeah. It's the writers playing themselves. Yeah. Then, but there's so also like their real life 12 year old selves. 15 year olds or whatever. And yeah. like these grown women are like, oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. And I'm like, yeah. I's so creepy. <laughs> nah, 10 15 is amazing. Um, that is a good show. But. So I'm going to talk about a couple of things that are a little off the wall, but I just, I don't know, not to say it like bothered me, but when you watch the movie hundreds of times, like you start to notice like little things like that don't really make total sense. And it doesn't matter because it's not supposed to. It's like a movie for kids. Like who cares, you know? So, but there's lots to talk about this. So I looked up, I looked into this on like the internet, mm. and there's lots of people that like immediately get mad and like, hey, idiot! Like it doesn't matter. It's like a movie about finding pirate treasure. Like why are you trying to like make sense of it? But I never really, even as a kid, I, I didn't really get like. You know how the golf course is going to foreclose on all their houses? Mm-hmm. Like, what mechanism is happening here to yeah, where, like, Troy's dad, like... Yeah. So I looked knows. it up, and, like, yeah, the general consensus is, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, there isn't any... Unless they were, like, renting, in which case they would have been evicted, and then in which case it wouldn't have mattered that they got the rubies or whatever, because if you're renting, they can just, you know, tell you you got to get out, you yeah. know? It doesn't make sense. That always did never make sense, sense to me, like... What was yeah, happening again, there? It's because yeah. it was written by a twelve-year-old. But yeah, they yeah. Don't but have it the fits in with that because it's like, yeah, this is a kid's. A kid just thinks a rich guy can come and be like, oh, I have your house now. Yeah. <laughs> like, give me a ruby. Or <laughs> exactly. I'm yeah. Your house. Absolutely. But once you like have a mortgage, you kind of understand like, oh no, like the bank owns my house and like I have you know making payments like right. Troy's dad can't just come over and be like, hey, I'm putting a golf course <laughs> here. It also always bothered me like the Walsh's beautiful family home in Astoria, Oregon. Where the said golf course is going to be is probably the most hilly place I've ever seen. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good place for a golf course. No, not I at couldn't, all. I couldn't imagine. Rocky, um, like yeah, but yeah, I've never once thought about that. No, uh-huh. have you guys ever wondered why Mrs. Walsh's arm is broken? Yes, Ooh. definitely. I wonder that every time. Yeah, what happened? To Never her? explained. Mm-mm. She probably fell down the steps trying to get to the <laughs> car because it's like eighty-seven <laughs> steps. 
hundred percent that is it. <laughs> so, so rocky. And and wet and cold. Yeah, when those kids are riding up riding their bikes up those hills, I'm like, whoo. <laughs> Y'all in shape, right? <laughs> they got uh, some good cardio. Yeah. Definitely. Um I, I but also I don't know, I guess I'm just now thinking of this, but like Bran, like he steals a little girl's bike <laughs> and rides a little girl's bike That's to get his brother. Right, yeah. Which again, I just realized that for the first yeah. time watching it this last time. Oh, really? Yeah, I never knew that before. But like, he's really committed to like getting his brother back and like keeping an eye on his brother. I I can't imagine any older brother would actually go to that, you know, go to those lengths to like go like find yeah, his brother. You I know? think he's a good. Son. I have a counter. He's a good. Okay. So it's to me, it was always implied in the movie that Mikey has some kind of medical issues, right, which yeah. is why they had the Asthma inhaler. Or so, yeah. And I think that there's maybe some, at least the mom perceives that there's some danger to him, like life and death type danger to him in terms of his medical condition. If he's sort of left unattended to roam these wild streets of uh, Astoria, Oregon. And so maybe, you know, she's just imparted upon him like, no, really, you got to like watch them and. Because, you know, if something did happen, then he would feel guilty or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, I do agree that most part, like, he would, like, yeah. Well, they, Mom, they, like, tied me up and ran off. What do you want me to do? Like, I'm not going <laughs> to chase around the whole town. Like, I'm not going to steal a little girl's bike and ride it down. Yeah. Because yeah. he was motivated to catch him. He was very motivated. And then when he caught him, I'm like, in real life, having, you know, been an older brother myself, the very first thing you had done is start punching all those kids. <laughs> so once he caught him, and, like, especially after, like, he had, like... You know, what was obviously a near-death experience when right. you thrown off the side of a mountain on a yeah. bike going 50 miles an hour, yeah. but he held on by Troy. The very first thing he'd done when he would have found them is, like, beat them all up. Yeah. Like, I mean, he would have beat all of them right. just in a fit of air. <laughs> but, you know, that would have been a totally different movie, I guess. Yeah. Do you guys have anything else that you want to say in closing about the Goonies, the performances, um, why, why you liked it? I was always surprised they didn't have a... Like a spinoff or a sequel or a Goonies cartoon or they didn't have anything. Yeah. If you go to if you go to IMDb today, you can see a Goonies two um, that says in development. Now, <laughs> how how long has this been in development? Past Who knows? Years. Yeah. So it's like Mikey's grandkids are going to be the new Goonies. Who knows? Um, probably be a whole different story. Yeah. But I bet Sean Aston would be in it anyway. I'm kind of glad that they didn't like make and, a terrible sequel and ruin the memory of right. Goonies. Yeah, I was going to say, sometimes it like makes it better if there's only one. Yeah, Sometimes they try to That's keep, why it, keep it going and mm-hmm. it just fizzles. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's such a classic because there's only one. Cool. Well, you guys have anything else you want to say about Goonies? I know no, it's a movie Penman! No, Penman! No, oh, Penman! That's, is that Rosalito? <laughs> yeah. And like, the uh, best part. They're the trying end. to. No, Penman! Yeah. Uh, don't sign the document. The end, yeah. Don't sign. And Mal says, don't, don't pen. Don't pen. Don't, don't, yeah. Don't write. Don't sign. Don't sign. And yeah. they immediately tear up the thing. And because he it's tears like it up, it's all, go- it's it's all, all gone. Done. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's been torn. Yeah. Because they got that ruby now. The they jewels yeah. from the marble yeah. bag. Yeah. We didn't talk about the scary octopus. Oh, so the scary octopus is a deleted scene, right? Mm-hmm. Which apparently, if you see it on TV, if you watch the Goonies on TV, the octopus is included. We were getting ready to like end the episode, and then you just went down a whole I did. other yeah. rabbit There's hole. Quite a so few. that's something that always, yeah, you're right. There are more than just that, but that's something that always kind of bothered me watching it on VHS at least. That at the end, he's like, the octopus was really scary, and I was always like, wait, the octopus, what, what, yeah. what octopus? Yeah. But then one day I was watching it on TV, and I saw the octopus. And yeah, it looks it looks crazy. <laughs> so there's a YouTube channel called Hats Off Entertainment, and much like you, he grew up watching it on VHS tape. And one day he was at his neighbor's house, and his neighbor had a VHS tape of the Goonies that he taped off television, and he watched that. And the Hats Off Entertainment guys, you know, kid mind, exploded because the version that his friend had on the tape had different scenes than the version that he had, right? Yeah. And he couldn't believe it. And it was just like, set him on the path toward now, like 30 years later, he's making Goonies documentaries on YouTube about this very thing. So this isn't a phenomenon that is isolated from the Goonies. So what happened in the case of the Goonies, and and he has other movies that he goes through on his channel, like Uncle Buck is one I know. Hmm. What happened in the case of the Goonies is, for whatever reason, the cable version, they cut out the whole scene where Mikey's like, 
going through and mistranslating Mrs. Um, uh, Mrs. Walsh's words yeah. to Rosalita about like, mm-hmm. oh, this is the S&M dungeon and this yeah. is the cocaine. I can see that being cut they out. They cut that out of the cable TV. and in order to have the same or similar runtime or to beef up the runtime for whatever reason, they add three scenes. They add the scene of the octopus. They add the scene when the kids are very first outside of the house um, and the FBI agents have gone in. Um, data shows three or four of his inventions that like all go haywire, like binoculars mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm, eyepieces mm-hmm. fall out. Yeah. And then the main scene is when they ride off, they go to like a 7-Eleven type store. Chunk goes in and starts opening up all the ice cream and he's licking all the ice cream, putting the top back on, area grande style. Oh my from, god. Like, the yeah. donut saga. <laughs> um and Mikey finds a map of Astoria and he takes a map of Astoria and he's comparing it to the map that he had, which is how he knew like, oh, this is a map of like this area, like wow. of Astoria. And um, Mouth is looking at Boudoir, which is like a fake version of Playboy. Yeah. And Troy, Steph and Andy come in and um, he immediately pushes Chunk into the freezer and closes it, like the ice cream freezer and closes it. He grabs like the bourgeois magazine out of Mouse's hands and he finds Mikey's map. And he takes it up, he rolls it up and he's like, oh, they don't make rolling papers quite like they used to. And he lights it a fire, which later on in the movie you see it's like burned on the edges. And Mouth comes over and is like, hey, when you're um, smoking that giant cigarette, you know what that reminds me of? He's like, what? It's like, it reminds me um, doing your mom last night or something, something <laughs> like that. He says something like that. And Troy, like, attacks him. And Mikey, like, is trying to help, you know, Mouth get Troy off of him. And Troy, um, that's, that's it. You're dead. And he goes to punch Mikey. And um, Brandon grabs his fist. And he grabs Troy. He's like, hey, nobody punches my little brother except for me. And he, like, pushes him. And Troy gets, like, real scared. Look on his face. And he's like, I can't wait for my dad to tear down your house. And I'll be... Um, playing golf in your front yard or whatever. And he's like, come on, Andy, we have our court time now. Get in the car. And Andy looks at Brandon and you see like, oh, this is like, she like gives him a look like, oh, like I like you kind of look, you know? Hmm. And um, Troy sees that and then they get in the car. Meanwhile, the Goonies have like snuck out while Brandon's like talking to Troy. And then Bran rides after him, and that's when mm. the movie resumes. When Bran and Andy, mm-hmm. uh, uh. or Andy and Troy and Steph see Bran, they're like, "Oh, there's Bran!" And then they grab him and all that. So that's like a chunk of movie that's like missing. That's only available in the cable version. Wow! And apparently, according to this guy's YouTube channel, uh, what did I say it was called? Uh, Hats off Entertainment. There's a ton of movies that are like this. There's a ton of movies that. Um, the studio does not have a version of the movie anymore, but somebody in someone's house has a, a version they copied off cable that has that, those, those scenes. Cause the only reason why these scenes exist is because somebody had taped it off of cable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Those are the only reasons that we like know about That's these nuts. scenes now. Cause the studio didn't wow. preserve or save yeah. them. And in fact, the, the Goonies particularly has like, 10 to 12 minutes of footage that's never been that was never saved because it never aired in a cable version and Steven Spielberg actually was the director on a subplot involving two escaped gorillas so <laughs> there's a whole thing in the movie I read something when they're messing about with that. the pipes yeah it like somehow frees yeah. two gorillas and the gorillas I, find Troy I'm and glad that Troy's out. dad playing golf and steal their golf cart I mean, I can believe a pirate ship, but come on. Two gorillas. <laughs> then they steal Troy's Mustang and drive that around. And at the very end of the movie, the very last scene, everything is the same except for it takes place at the washed house. Huh. Instead of it be taking place at that beach and you see the pirate ship flail, the last scene takes place at the house. So you can see still footage of this on the internet of Rosalita like finding the ruby, the jewels, and she's on the Walsh's front porch. But he wanted to do a, um, the director wanted to do a different alternate version of the ending. We're at the beach with the pirate ship in the background. And because of that, because in the original one, the monkeys, the gorillas, finally get captured by the police, like in front of the Walsh house. They crash this like Mustang and like it all wraps up. But because they're at the beach, they didn't have any way to incorporate that subplot. So they went back and cut all those scenes like out of like the, the final cut. Um, which, yeah, thank God, because it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. I feel like that Two monkeys driving in a car. Yeah. That sounds so yeah. And there's already a lot going on. A yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the point of even having yeah. it? And so apparently the what I saw this guy talking about was um, Richard Donner was not into it at all. Yeah. He didn't want those monkeys. He didn't want any of it. And Spielberg was super into it to the point where Richard Donner was like, look, if you want to do it, you can direct that part. I'm not involved. 
And he directed it all and they filmed it all and like brought people back into Burbank and shot some scenes. It was two guys in gorilla suits, you know, it wasn't a gorilla suit. Right, yeah. And then uh, the last minute, Donner was like, you know what? I want to film the last scene at the beach. And because of that, that required them to like, because otherwise they would just, the monkeys would just never would have got wrapped up. They would just be out yeah. driving around a story somewhere, <laughs> two yeah. gorillas. So they said the idea was that he like did that knowing they'd have to cut out mm-hmm. all those huh. scenes, which mm-hmm. he didn't really want in the movie anyway. But you know, Spielberg was the executive producer. He's yeah. like already achieved like He's pretty legendary status, director. you know, yeah. so kind of had to like fight which the fights. It's so weird that he is the one that would want to add a well, like and two the gorillas. Too. Like it's almost it's kind of the same, like dudes in a gorilla suit. Yeah. All these big foam yeah. octopus. I think tentacles. the octopus though would have been cool. They just couldn't get it to like look it was like yeah, it looked too stupid. shark. It, it just looks stupid yeah. as hell. Yeah. But it is in the Cindy Lopper video, Goonies are good enough. Like yeah. she's like dancing with the octopus and yeah. getting strangled by it, which is yeah. a good video. All right, yeah, well now that you open that. up that tangent Sorry. door of all your nineteen eighties and nineties. So if you're at home and you have a video tape of a movie that you taped off TV from the 1980s or 90s, go and watch it and then watch the regular version. You might literally have like one of the only known existence of that version of the film. Yeah. Um, which is what the case was with the Goonies, which is not, you know, 1985 wasn't like, you know, 1910 or something. It's like not that long ago. Right. right. So, um, but yeah, the reason why this comes up is because a lot of people, We'll comment on IMDb, IMDb and other boards. They'll be like, hey, I just rented this or I just watched it. And like, there were scenes, like, I remember a scene when I was a kid where this and this happens. And like, that happens for a bunch of movies in the 80s and 90s because they made alternate, they like put different scenes in and stuff for like cable releases. Hmm. And so it's like a, something people like, you know, like, I remember there was a scene where this happened or whatever. People think it's like the Mandela effect. Potentially, they, think, yeah. they think that like oh the world I remember this but yeah the like world Shaq is changing starting a, Shaq starting yeah. a genie movie because <laughs> right. exactly cool all right well thanks you guys for talking about the Goonies um I really appreciate um the guests um for coming on um both of the guests I thought did a good job gee thanks <laughs> appreciate you Last time ever high energy. participate. <laughs> it was high energy. I was liked it. It was high energy. So yeah. get ready for a um, whole slew of fall and horror movies. That's yes. right. We got a docket full of some really good horror movies. It's my favorite movie season. <sighs> Me too. Really? Mm-hmm. Horror movies are just like Just the creepy. only time I watch creepy stuff. Yeah. I don't watch it any other time of year. So yeah. I'm yeah. Well, we got a whole, whole docket of good ones mm-hmm. coming your way. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks for um, letting us come by. Okay. Bye. Bye. Peace out. Au revoir. Mofo. Au revoir. Adios. Sayonara. Ciao. And so, a good game to go along with The Goonies, the movie The Goonies, is the board game The Goonies. Well, it's not actually called The Goonies, <laughs> is it? It is. Well, it's called The Goonies Never Say Die. Goonies Never Say Die. Yeah. 2020 by uh, Prospero Hall. Hall. Funko Games. It's like the 20,000th game of Prospero Hall that we talk about. I guess just because a lot of their games are like they, IP related. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. So the Goonies is a one versus all game in which one player plays the Goon Dock Master and the other players play one of the Goonies. Yep. And in some ways, so it's not cooperative, but the Goonies are all working together. Yep. Um, and the Goon Dock Master is trying to prevent the Goonies from completing a mission. And the game has a series of missions. It's a bunch yeah. of missions in the box. Yeah. And the first few is kind of replaying the scenes from the movie, The Goonies. Right. But then they go on to have other adventures um, that aren't in the movie. That we have not gotten to yet. we have not gotten to yet. Yeah. Um, But we did play it, and I definitely think we could talk about it. Um, You played the Goondock Master. We played the Goonies. Me and Lewis, what did you think about playing the Goondog Master? Does it, did it make you just want to play a Goonie, or was it actually fun in and of itself? No, it was fun, yeah. So I, I think in a game like this, um, it's definitely like uh, I wanted to see you guys succeed. Okay, okay. Like that that's one of the – I don't know if it's a problem or, or what, but 
I, I don't see it as a problem. But yeah, I wanted to see you guys like be successful with it. But isn't that counterintuitive to what you're trying to do? Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it it didn't mean that I wasn't trying to like stop you. I I was still trying to play like as best as I could. Uh But I also wanted to see like I wanted to see like go through the map and like get to the end and see what your reaction was gonna because like I knew what the end was, you know. Oh yeah. I wanted to like see what your reaction was gonna be. Yeah. Um. But uh. But no, I I like playing it. I never. Uh. I mean, we've played some games like that before. Um. I'm typically not the one versus the all. Usually Lewis is. Usually Lewis or you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it definitely felt a lot. I think in Jaws, you played Jaws. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But no, it definitely felt like, uh, yeah, it's like an old school like dungeon crawl game. Because you are exploring. Yeah. You like, go into different yeah. rooms and like you go in the room. And once you go into the room, that's when you see what's in there. It remind, it, In that sense, it reminded me of like Heroes Quest from mm-hmm. like back in the day. Um, they're like, yeah, you don't know what's going to be there until you go through that door or go through that tunnel. Now, do you, did you find that the, uh, did you find that the game, uh, when Sierra Cabal talked about it, they said that it seemed like the game was made for like the Goonduck master, maybe to be like the parent and the Goonies to be like the kids. Huh. Did you feel like it was like a, like too easy of a game? Like, did you, did you at least the parts that we played, did you feel like it was too simple or did you feel like there was enough strategy there that like game board game players board game hobbyists would want to like play the game i mean yeah i think i i could definitely see board game hobbyists wanting to play the game i uh you know i mean like i i liked it so much one because i like the goonies so yeah, much i was gonna say i love it because i love the goonies yeah, so but if it wasn't the theme of the goonies would if you it like wasn't it as much? the goonies maybe i wouldn't like it as much yeah, that's, that's a good point my take on yeah um especially that first that first uh round like it was pretty straightforward there's not a lot to it i'm sure it gets harder though. it definitely yeah it's definitely gonna get harder um but i mean i like the i like the general like feel of the game i like the way it plays and especially if it gets harder and more complex and you're doing more like as the goondock master like, you know, there's all this stuff where, like, you know, there's this, like, flavor text all throughout the, the game. Right. So, like, once you find a new room, if you discover a new room, like, there may or may not be flavor text. One cool thing about being the Goondock Master is, like, if you treat it the same way as if you were playing, like, D&D, you can, like, make up your own flavor text for it, mm, you know? Nice. And, like, you can do your own thing there. The, the rules even say that. Like, hey, if you're experienced in this kind of game... Like, you can definitely add your own, like, theme to it or add your own, uh, you know, again, flavor text. But yeah, so I liked it. I enjoyed it. I would definitely want to continue playing it. Um, and I'd be happy to continue playing as the Goondock Master. Again, I, like, even though I know what's coming, I know that you guys don't know what's coming. Yeah. So I like seeing that, like, seeing it kind of build out, out into the story mm-hmm. and seeing how you guys navigate through the tunnels and whatnot and what you do about it. Um, or how you handle it. It is fun too, like because you definitely got to decide, like, oh, do we all go in the same room together, or do we like start to branch out, yeah. split up? If we do, are we gonna be in a situation where we like need the help and we can't get the help? Um, I thought it was really fun. I liked it. I thought it was at least for the first mission a little simple, but I do feel like it's gonna get harder as it like goes on. Um, and I love the art. I thought the art was cool. It was the great com- they didn't use yeah. like stills from the movie. Like, right. So, you know, yeah. but instead of like original art, all the characters have their own character card. They have like their own ability essentially. Yeah. Um, which makes always makes it fun and some variability in play. Um, so I had nothing but positive things to say about it. I thought it was really fun. And again, if you're a fan of the Goonies, then you're going to love the no game brainer. because, yeah, no brain. <laughs> it's like you're playing as the yeah. Goonies. In the Goonies movie, you're playing the movie, and, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, the art, the components are incredible. Um, and the the box itself, like the box, just the cover of the box. Yeah. The artwork on the box, and even like it has like the reflective yeah. kind of like overlay of the map on the box. It's just so awesome. Like just looking at the front of the box, like they do such a great job of like making this like scene look like the skull, and I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm a big fan of that too. Yeah, the components were really good. The gameplay was fun. The, it was simple. It was streamlined. It wasn't like the combat stuff wasn't overly complicated. It was easy to figure out like what you needed to win and like, yeah. to roll to win and like 
So I don't have anything bad to say about it. Um, I think if you're not a Goonies fan and you're like a hardcore experienced board gamer, you're probably not going to dig it. If you are not a Goonies fan, um, but you maybe would be a Goonies fan if you checked it out, definitely worth you know checking out the Goonies with your kids and seeing if you like it. And then if you like it and they like it, buy this game or your friends, yeah. you know, yeah. if your friends like the Goonies. Um, but it would, in terms of the, you know, in terms of the podcast, if you're looking for a movie and a board game to play, like a movie to watch, and then a board game that has the same feel or flavor as the movie, this is like Man. right up the alley because it has nothing but theme and flavor yeah. of the Goonies movie, right? Spot on. It's yeah. yeah, it's exact. It's great. Cool. Well, I look forward to playing it again. Um, I'm glad that you want to be the Goon Doc Master because I enjoy being Data. Not only <laughs> is he my favorite Goonie, but he also is green. As a player color, and that's my favorite player right, color. Right, yeah. I'll he also has some awesome special abilities he does. in the game. He has a lot of cool yeah. mentions, yeah. And, and that's another thing. Like, I mean, uh, I, you know, I hear sometimes people talk about, like, different characters with different special abilities. They refer to it as, like, an asymmetrical game. Yeah. I don't know that I would say the same thing here, but you do have way more than just a special ability. Like as oh, data, yeah. you had all these extra things that you could do, yeah, and like yeah. it was, it was different. Now you're not playing the game a completely different way necessarily. Yeah, but we still have the same win condition. Right. Yeah. But no, yeah, I I thought that was cool too. Mouth also has, um, I don't know, they all have different yeah abilities. Like Mikey that. has like a leadership ability. It's kind of yeah. Cool. Yeah, I look forward to playing play it again, you know? Yeah. I wish we could play it Tuesday, but we'll be getting ready for Gen Con 2021, also known yeah. as um, Plague Con or <laughs> COVID Con. See if we survive COVID Con, to yeah. tell our tale. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be okay. Hopefully it'll be okay. Wear a mask, wash your hands, stay socially distanced, right? <laughs> yeah. That's the advice to give? Yeah, sure. All right, cool. What do you think else you want to say about Goonies? Nope. The board game? No, no. Goonies Never Say Die? Definitely recommend it. Highly recommended. Yeah. And um, thanks, Lewis, for buying it. <laughs> right? Uh, I don't Good know. Job, yeah, Lou. thanks for the birthday present. Good job, Lewis. Way to come through in a clutch. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, guys.